Hi there, I'm life coach Michelle Davis, and you're listening to my podcast, Decide Already. You know, I truly believe that the most important business is the one called your life, and you either create it or you'll have to experience one by default, and if you're like me, that just won't do. So stick around. I'm going to be sharing all of my best tools and tricks for creating the life of your dreams, one you'll love. And I'm talking every area, fun, love, relationships, health, money, career, every area. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Well, here we are, part two of Why Did I Spill My Coffee? If you listened to the last episode, which I hope you did, so that this all makes sense and comes together, you learned that when you have a cup of coffee and someone bumps you, it's not because they bumped you that causes you to spill the coffee, but because there was coffee in the cup. If the cup had been empty, then nothing would have spilled. If there was tea or water in the cup, then that's what would have spilled out. This is similar to what happens with us from life's bumps or the bumps from others. And if there's anger or sadness or fear in us, in our cup, so to speak, then that's what will come out. So where do we take it from there? When we've spilt our coffee, when we've spilt anger out of us or sadness or fear out of us, or we feel bad about things. And the inner child, as we learned about in the last episode, has taken over our adult life. For me, the trick is to realize I'm feeling those emotions and work with my inner child to heal that part of myself and release the hold that those childlike aspects of my personality has on me. That way, when challenges or situations come up in my life, I will react like an adult instead of a kid. And that's what inner child work is all about. We want the adult to be in charge and not the child throwing a temper tantrum. You see, usually before puberty, there are situations and experiences that happen in life and you need to navigate them, survive them, get through them. But you are just a child and you are coming from a child's perspective. When as an adult today, similar situations come up or situations that trigger those same feelings come up and you feel overwhelmed by them, The inner child, that child part of yourself, takes over and runs the show. That's why it's our job to heal those wounded places inside. Because, like I said in the last episode, I don't know about you, but I don't like it when a child runs my life. I'm 51 and I like to be in charge. I really try to keep that part of myself in check when it comes to that. And there are a few things that I do to do that, but the first thing is to recognize that the inner child exists. I remember the first time I met mine was during a practitioner retreat. Practitioners are like spiritual life coaches. Lizzie Wagner was our guide that weekend. Yes, the bionic woman. But today, along with acting, she's an amazing spiritual teacher and healer. And our church hired her to lead the weekend-long retreat. If you want to know more about her, about what she's doing now, you can Google all about her journey and where it's taken her and her teachings that she's doing today. It's really quite fascinating, and I was really grateful that we chose her to lead that weekend's workshop. 
Fortunately for me, Lindsay just so happens to be a close friend with a fellow practitioner friend of mine. And one evening, after the retreat was done for the day, we were sharing with Lindsay about various things, and I mentioned the experience of loss I had gone through earlier that year, with the passing of a dear friend and also the end of a relationship. I mentioned how I appreciated the retreat because I had been in such a dark place for so long and was really feeling like I was just starting to come out of it, finally feeling like I was beginning to move forward. And the next thing I know, she's got me doing inner child work, which I had never done before. And quite frankly, I didn't even know anything about it before that night. I remember feeling a little awkward when she had me close my eyes and she took me back to a child part of myself and began talking me through the process of acknowledging her, that inner child, her. She had me consoling her, letting her know that she was safe and that I could take care of us, that I've got it. She had me tell her that she could let go and let me take it from here. And when I did that, I just started crying. I mean, the tears just started pouring down and I felt like this huge release from so much fear that I had bottled up inside of me. And right after that was this really strange, like warm flood of love or joy or something like that, that just kind of overwhelmed me. And then I cried even more, but it was so powerful. It was so healing for me. And I just decided that I needed to know more about this. I needed to know how to teach this and use this for my clients, for other people that I know have the same thing going on for them. So I did a lot of research and I use it today when the need arises for my clients, which is quite often. And of course, I still use it for myself too. So like I said, the first thing to do is actually acknowledge that there is a part that carries wounds from our childhood, your inner child. And if you haven't identified and healed those wounds, you will respond to current situations from that wounded place. It's kind of like there's a pin stuck there, you know? So like when something similar happens, it triggers that and you go straight back there. Like there's a tether attached. You spring straight back and react from that place. And then we do the thing. We get angry, we yell or whatever our thing is, or we might get sad and mope around or go back to bed. And I'm sure if you think about it, you can recognize what I'm talking about in yourself. I mean, have you ever thrown an adult temper tantrum where you stomp around or become angry and then you storm into your room and slam the door, right? I mean, I can't be the only one that's done that. Well, I want you to know that when we're doing that, we might look like adults, but there's actually a child running the show on the inside. And inner child work can be done by ourselves with a life coach or a therapist to identify and heal those wounds our inner child is operating from. And the result brings out so much joy and confidence, self-control, self-love, trust, and even fun that's in there but somehow overshadowed by those wounds that are unhealed. When I recognize that the child in me has taken over, and remember, I do that by noticing the feelings I'm having. If I'm feeling mad or sad or bad, 
and notice I'm using childlike terms <laughs> for those, I stop and acknowledge them and the immature actions I chose to take and create an inner dialogue with what I'm feeling. And I write down what comes up. I may even journal. I ask questions of my child self like, what are you angry about? What are you sad about? Or what are you feeling right now? I imagine holding her, comforting her, and then I listen and connect, always trying to get in touch with the source of the feeling. I'll ask my child self, when's the first time you remember feeling this way? Or was there another time you felt this way? And so on. And if you can remember back to the actual situation, that's very helpful. It's actually a great time to look at what you're saying to yourself around that original moment. That's why journaling is such a great tool. One that if you do have a life coach or a therapist, you can use what you've written with them because a lot comes out. And then you can work through what has come out together. I encourage my clients to journal when they're working through something because it's different to think it and feel it and then to see it out on paper. So I highly encourage it. So we have step one being to acknowledge that you have the inner child. Step two, that you notice the feelings coming up. And then step three, working with the inner child and journal what answers come. And then next, you're going to take some time and look at what you did right and see if you can validate what you're saying to yourself. Remember, sometimes children don't understand the situation that's actually happening or know how to deal with what they're feeling. And adults don't always realize that they need to explain it to them either or do a really bad job of explaining it to them if they do. Sometimes adults feel uncomfortable with the child's feelings and what has happened and do what they can to gloss over it or shove it underneath the rug, leaving the child to just come up with their own responses and understandings. All sorts of things happen when we're little. But if you can go back there with what you know and look at the situation and maybe unravel some of the stories that you're telling yourself about it, that alone can cause healing. When I had my session with Lindsay, she even had me let my inner child know that I understood that I could see why she felt that way and why she felt the need to be angry or to stop around or to be sad and that I understood all of that. But today I'm grown up and I have other ways to deal with those situations that are better. This type of interaction will bring you back to the present moment so that you can make decisions about what to do next as the adult from what's actually happening. And those steps are very powerful. Staying in tune with your emotions is key. And I know I've said it before, but one way that we can do that is through meditation. For those of you that have meditated, I know you know the difference between a day that you've meditated and a day that you have not. It's a big difference. I am so much more in focus, moving through my day so smoothly on a day that I've meditated. I recognize those triggers right away. I can feel them come up and I work through them immediately. In contrast, on the days I don't meditate, and boy, it seems like it's more of a push through those days. Instead of flowing with it, I'm pushing through it. And I can get triggered more readily. And then I might 
even go with a trigger before I recognize I've been triggered and have to do the work after I've done something or reacted in a way that I didn't want. That's why I highly recommend looking at meditation as a tool to use here. I know I've given multiple ways to meditate on the Facebook group and on different episodes, but really any type of meditation will work. It could be five minutes, it could be 30 minutes, whatever you like to do. I also recommend the Insight Timer app that you can get on your smartphone. It's my favorite because you can just plug in how much time you have to meditate, find a meditation that would work for you, and there, you're off and running. They have guided meditations, non-guided meditations. They even have just the timer part too. It's a great app to have in your arsenal for when you need it. I encourage you to find time to meditate every day. You will be so much more in tune. And when a trigger is happening and life in general is happening, you'll pick it up right away. You'll notice those emotions are coming and you'll notice that they're coming up from the past. You're feeling sad, bad, or mad and immediately be able to say, whoa, wait a minute. What am I feeling here? What's happening? And you'll recognize what's going on with your cup, so to speak. (laughs) I know that in the morning, I only get one cup of coffee and that coffee is important to me. I love having my coffee in the morning. Well, those of you that know me know it's actually creamer that I love with a little bit of coffee, which is why I only let myself have one a day. But the point is that I don't want to spill it. I don't want to spill it anywhere. I definitely want to make sure the adult part of me is the one that's running the show and I'm coming from the present moment. So I hope if you're experiencing some of these things like I do, I hope these steps help. Feel free to reach out to me through messenger from the group or reach out in the group. I would love to help you if you have any questions around this. It's kind of a new concept to a lot of people. And it does take just a little bit of practice before it really gets going. So give yourself some grace. Try it out a few times. You may need someone to help you with it if it's getting really deep. But for the most part, a lot of it you can do just on your own with journaling, meditating, and keeping yourself in the present moment. I hope you will find that working with your inner child is as useful as important as I think it is. And trust me, you won't catch me in the same situation that I told you about in the last episode. Today, I have a wonderful partner and I don't try to manipulate him. I don't run from situations that we're in. I engage. I try to be as vulnerable as possible, as authentic as possible. And I am always doing my very best to be in the present moment when we're in the heat of the moment, when we are having an argument or we're not agreeing on something or he has hurt my feelings or vice versa. I don't allow the child to take over and understanding how the inner child works has made all the difference in that relationship and the other relationships in my life as well. And as always, my friends, Thank you for making me part of your day. I look forward to sharing with you more on the next episode. 
Thanks for joining me on the Decide Already podcast. If you like what you heard, visit my website at www.decidealreadypodcast.com where you can subscribe and download the show so you'll never miss an episode. I invite you to join the Decide Already group for women on Facebook or LinkedIn to stay connected with me and have access to all the units and postings that go along with my episodes. Be sure to share this podcast with the other women in your life as well. I'm Michelle Davis. Thanks for listening. Until the next episode, I'm sending out a whole bunch of love. Take care. Stay safe. And God bless.